Hey, 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 this is Mike, and you're listening to another episode of Startup Sparks and Serendipity. This one is a special one, since I'm alone. Both Max and I have been extremely busy and couldn't make it work to record an episode together. So our solution was that Max and I will just record an episode each, and we don't know what the other one will be talking about. So that will be very interesting. I'm very surprised and excited. (laughs) <laughs> to hear what uh, Max will say in his episode. And this is mine. We will be back with normal episodes very soon, but we also have another thing in the pipeline. We will have our first guest very soon. And it's a great one. I, I don't want to give you any spoilers, but basically how we think about it is that we, for some topics that really interest us, but where we uh, don't have the full competence to actually talk about it or where we think, hey, this is a great topic to get some some expert guidance on. We will just find the best people to talk about the topic and get them on board. So we we already have a great lineup of people. It's, it's partly just people we meet in our uh, business uh, conversation, sometimes friends of ours that are really, really good at specific things, and sometimes just people we stumble upon when we research a specific topic. So it will be a good mix, and our thinking is that from now and then we'll have a guest episode, and then uh, in addition to that, we'll uh, have our normal episodes where Max and I just talk. And yeah, today I will talk about two of my favorite mental models. I'll give you a, a tooltip that really helped my uh, physical shape during Corona and during home office and talk a bit about content, book recommendations. And as always, I'll finish it off with a quote. But let's start with the mental models. And the first one is a great one. It's called inversion. And it basically describes the concept of solving problems by working backwards. And basically how you can think about it is you can either think about your success in the way what would make me successful, or you can think about it in the way of thinking what would prevent me from being successful. So what are events or habits or barriers that would prevent me from being successful? And often actually thinking about the negative expression really, really helps you to move forward. I I can give you an example. So very often... In business, like when you when you when you found a startup, startups are not dying because, uh, like, uh, the most startups are not dying because people are, like, not working hard enough, or because they don't incorporate the like best practice marketing funnel or whatever, like some positive thing. It's <laughs> it's very often because they have founder disagreements. So if you avoid founder disagreements, uh, not disagreements in general. I mean, you you probably are disagreeing about topics, but if you avoid founder conflict on the level that you actually split up or that the trust is removed, if you remove that from the equation and if you do things that actually help you avoid it, your chance of actually succeeding with a company is way, way higher since that's one of the most probable reasons of why companies fail. And I think we mentioned that a lot here in the podcast. Another one is by spending too much money too early on and just reducing your runway way, way too quickly. So being mindful of that and just spending very little money upfront and making sure that you have more runway than you think you need 
is another great way of actually thinking about what would prevent this startup from being successful. And one way <laughs> of not being successful is if you go bankrupt or like are illiquid before you can really take off. So the, the cool thing about this concept, it's fairly old. It has some applications in math as well. So some people talk about it in the sense of, or mention it actually as avoiding stupidity. For example, I think that's also mentioned in, in Farnham Street, one of my favorite blogs that's talking about mental models, is if you are playing sports on a very high level, then it's about what you actually do to succeed. So if you play something on a very high level, then it's mostly not avoid, about avoiding mistakes. I mean, to a certain degree it is, but less so than if you are in, like a novice. So for example, if you play tennis for the first time or the first couple of times, then it's not about basically hitting it the hardest or doing the coolest moves. It's actually about getting it into the field in general, just avoiding to lose the point. And that's how we can think about most things in your life because you're not an expert in almost anything you're doing, right? There are a couple of things we're really good at where maybe it's about yourself aiming for peak performance, but there are a lot of things where 80-20 is, is what you should actually do, where working on the basics and making sure that the basics are right and work is what would really, really bring you forward. I think work, working out is actually another good example for that. I think most people could actually benefit from a very, very simple workout routine and just making sure that they are doing it perfectly in terms of technique and just consistently. And that's way better than trying super sophisticated like pro athlete plans if you don't really know what you're doing. So yeah, to, to give you a one-line summary of inversion, think about the opposite of what you want and how to prevent it. Maybe let's make it two lines. <laughs> and then spend less time trying to be brilliant and more time trying to avoid very obvious stupidity. That will bring you, in my opinion, very far. And you can combine that. Maybe that's a last point to close it off. You don't necessarily have to only think about it one way or the other way. You can combine it. You can think, what are good habits that actually propel my success and what are bad habits that actually prevent me from being successful? And if you combine those and try to avoid the bad habits and focus on the good habits, then that sounds like a recipe for success to me. And while we're talking about recipes for success, I would like to talk about another mental model that really provided a lot of, let's call it mental calmness to me. And it's called Hanlon's Razor. And this one is so crucial as a founder or for everyone who is in a position where they often interact with people, like with a lot of different people, want something from them, even want to partner with them, raise money from them, like all, all kinds of different things. And the, the, the concept basically says that we should not attribute to malice what can be explained by a mistake or forgetfulness. And maybe you know it. You, you, you write this really great email to someone you've met before. They promise to help you with something. And then for some reason, they don't do it. And then like one thought that you could jump to is maybe, maybe they want to sabotage you. That's the extreme version. That's not usually what I was suffering from. But sometimes I thought maybe they don't like you or... They don't really respect you enough as 
like the founder you are, or maybe they think you're not important enough. And I mean, to like very small degree, like they, they probably think that you're not important enough because otherwise they might do it. But the, the, the thing is that it's not because they are bad people or because they actively dislike you. It's just because they forgot it or <laughs> they, uh, they had something else come up. There, there was something maybe happening in their family which distracted them or they had the craziest week ever at work. And just think of your own mistakes and how they could be perceived by strangers. The, the really nice person that you talk to, that you promised to follow up with, that you didn't. Or the intro that you wanted to make that you forgot about. Or that, <laughs> that one person uh, that requested a specific thing from you and you moved it around a couple of times and then it got lost in your, in your to-do list. Like, there, there are so many things that you just forgot where other people might think that you either dislike them or that you're maybe not an evil person, but um, maybe maybe just wanting to like to hurt their chances. So it's, it's often especially relevant when it's about projects that people really like a lot. So early stage founders, I don't know, artists, athletes, they're very committed to their work. And yeah, so I think using this and being a bit more forgiving with people helps. And then also ping them. I, I think usually if you are reasonably, if you have a reasonable expectation of them actually doing it, or if they promise to do something for you and they like haven't gotten back to you, just nicely ping them. Send them another email or a text or call them. Don't overdo it. But I, I, I often need like four or five pings for specific things. And then also sometimes people have to ping me a couple of times before I actually deliver on something. So yeah, I think that's a, a good rule. But you can also not follow it blindly because sadly there are some people with malicious intent out there. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't overuse it. But in 99% of the cases, there there's no malicious intent. Like most of us just want to live their lives, be, be successful, but not necessarily like hurt anyone on the way. So yeah, I think uh, th that's a good mental model. Uh, at least it, it helped me a lot. Uh, then we actually got a listener question and I, I want to touch on it very briefly because that's a topic I would love to discuss with Max and then also maybe with, with a guest at some point because it's fairly relevant in my opinion. And it's uh, it was sent in by, by a listener of ours that asked, how do you deal with anxiety or really bad moods while you are in a position to perform? So he himself is a... Uh, a very early stage founder, just founded a company, won't tell you anything more. And uh, basically he said that he, he he's struggling with anxiety a, a lot while, while building the company. And like I said, I, I want to dive deep into that with Max and maybe uh, I have one or two friends in mind who, who have written very great, like, great stuff about that topic. But first of all, know that it is normal to some degree, like most founders or people in high pressure environments have experienced anxiety attacks or some kind of anxiety or even sometimes mild or medium forms or even severe forms of depression. I think there's a scale to it, right? So if you really, really need help, like if you are, if you are ticking towards the severe scale, then get help. 
like get professional help or get help from people you trust. I think that's the very first thing I want to say about it. And then also many people are struggling. Like I like almost every founder that I know well told me when we talked about it that they had some kind of period where they were super anxious or some were even depressed. And I think that is actually fairly normal if you're in very, very high pressure situations where a lot of the performance is actually based on you and there's a lot of uncertainty involved. So getting some kind of supporting circle of either friends, but often it actually helps to have other founders. You can you can talk to about this. Your co-founders, if you have any, are, are probably among the first. And I don't want to talk about founders only. I think that like obviously there are more people struggling with it. They're consultants, bankers, programmers, like everyone. Like it's it's not a thing that's only um, the case in high pressure environments, but especially there, there are just more people struggling with it. And yeah, just just get people to talk about. Maybe get a therapist and try to proactively deal with it. Because no matter what you're doing, you can't perform on the highest level if you have any kind of uh, like if you're unhealthy either mentally or physically. So prioritize your health. You can only perform if you're healthy and then get into some positive routines that are empirically proven to be helpful. Sleep enough, work out, have a good diet and meditate. I think these are some good first steps. But at some point, at some point, it's about getting professional help. Yeah, um, I think I just wanted to put my uh, two cents out there on that topic. Um, Like I, I definitely also like struggled with anxiety especially in the early days of my company and i think it's it's fairly normal yeah just just keep it keep it under observation and yeah there there was a topic i i just wanted to touch on because i think it's relevant enough to not be ignored and yeah if you if you ever feel the need to talk to someone and don't know to who you can talk uh, just reach out to me i'm i'm happy to talk to you see if i can be helpful have done that for for other people as well and think there should be a, a generally a better network for for these kind of things so if you're a mental health founder also feel free to reach out um that's actually an area one of my co-founders and i are very passionate about so yeah happy to help there as well but let's move over <laughs> to to another topic and i promised you a tool that helped me to let's call it improve my physical shape but i don't think that it's quite accurate but i'll explain i'll explain that that would probably it would probably clarify things so basically one thing that i bought after a good friend of mine was using it uh, while i was visiting him was a posture corrector and if you don't know what that is it's basically some kind of let's call it bracelet maybe (laughs) that you can wear and uh, it's basically a couple of um it's just something that you can wear over your shoulders that helps you to have a straight posture and especially if you are like me and are sitting in front of your laptop the whole day then sometimes your posture is suffering from it and this thing forces you to have proper posture and it's actually 
not that like it, it feels good to have it on because you 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 feel you feel healthier you feel more active and you, you, i actually notice how it improves my posture even if if i'm not wearing it and the cool thing is that home office is the perfect time to actually wear it because i i've talked to some people who don't want to wear it in public or in the office but at home you can just do it and yeah i bought it it helps me one of my employees bought it helping him as well big fans so just Google posture corrector. Um, you will see how it looks like. It's very difficult to explain, but if you see it, you you will understand how it works. And it's actually really nice. I think it will be very helpful for me to have a healthier back, and that that's something that I uh, that I will profit from. Uh, then moving on to content, uh, there's a really cool website that's called newsletterstack.com, and it. Basically, it does exactly what the name says. It has a collection of great newsletters in all different kinds of areas. There are newsletters about gaming, startups, technology, innovation, Gen Z, whatever, whatever you, <laughs> you're looking for. Maybe there, there are good newsletters for it. And I'm a big fan of good newsletters. Like getting, getting good content into your email inbox might be super helpful if you want to learn more about a specific topic. So, and I always had a, a big problem with actually finding the good ones. So this website looks pretty cool. I've already tried it for, for one or two areas. And yeah, give it a try. Uh, I repeat it, it's called newsletterstack.com. Yeah, moving over to, <laughs> we're doing it one by one by one now, like just getting getting through the agenda points. But yeah, book recommendation is a great one. Uh, I actually really, really like this book. It's called The Precipice. And it has a subtitle that's called Existential Risk and the Future of Humanity. It's written by a philosopher called Toby Ord. He is from Australia originally, He's working at the Future of Humanity Institute in Oxford now. And what the book is, what, what the basic premise of the book is, is that safeguarding humanity's future by preventing existential risks from actually being realized is among the most important moral issues of our time. And I totally agree. And I think COVID actually showed us that there are some things that could significantly impact how we live, like, or whether we actually will continue to live. And there's a great podcast episode of him and Sam Harris, actually, that you can listen to if you don't want to start with a book, but with some audio form of it uh, before, you, before you dive into the full book. And there he argues that Basically, COVID was only a very mild version of many of the risks that are out there. And you see how much COVID is interrupting our lives, right? So I think, or like he argues, and I, I totally agree that there should be way, way better safety mechanisms and way more thought about what can actually reduce or maybe destroy the future potential of humanity and how can we work on mitigating that risk. And the, yeah, the, the book is just really good. It's just a topic that I find super fascinating. And I've been following him and some of his colleagues for some time, uh, since some of them are also doing uh, work in the uh, AI scene. And yeah, it's a fascinating read. I, I can I cannot highly recommend it enough. So uh, I think since, since it's the uh, solo episode today, we'll make it a short one. To, to close it off with, with a quote afterwards, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a really good quote. It's one of my favorites, actually. But before we do that, uh, as always, 
please send us your questions. We really like to read them. And then if we think they are a good fit for the podcast, we actually discuss it here. For, for some of the questions, we actually just answer directly and don't even discuss them on here because we think uh, it's, it's more specific to your own or to, to the situation of the person that is asking it. And if we think it's more generalizable, then we usually try to discuss it uh, live on the podcast. So if you have any questions, any topics that you want us to dive into, let us know. And also, if you have any guests that you would like to uh, have on the podcast, either specific ones, but also if you want to learn more about a specific topic, we usually know people who could be like could be talking about it in a <laughs> in, in a very um, holistic way and we have access to some pretty cool people so uh, if there's anything that you specifically would like us to cover feel free like we'll we'll try to get them on whether it's a biochemist a neuroscientist an athlete or a comedian i don't know like let us know what you think probably our our network is a bit better in the in the startup scene than than it is in like the comedian scene but We'll do our best. And uh, with that, I uh, first of all, shout out to, to Max. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really missing him here. Uh, I think talking to him is way more fun than just talking to myself. But yeah, still, it, it was nice talking to you. And I will end with a quote. And the quote is by Marie Curie. I, I hope that I pronounced the name correct in English. I honestly don't know. Uh, but you, you you know who it is, right? The first woman to win a Nobel Prize, the only woman in history to ever win it twice, and the only human to ever win a Nobel Prize in two different sciences, uh, to be precise, in physics and chemistry. Just an awesome human being, like amazing person, super inspiring. And she said, I was taught that the way of progress was neither swift nor easy. And I mean, if you know her story, you know that she's talking from personal experience. And I, I totally agree, like most things worth doing are not easy and not swift. And especially if you want to progress and if you want to move yourself, your community and maybe even humanity forward, there are significant barriers and it will take some time, which is difficult if you're impatient like I am. But we have to live with it. And I think that's a good way to close it off. Hope you have a great day and we will speak soon.